Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Is there such a thing as too many gurus? Are there too many people out there offering information and advice and courses and mentoring? Can you get to the point where you are being influenced by or you are learning from too many gurus? What is a guru? What's the right balance for you? Well, certainly in the UK, guru has become a little bit of a negative term in that it's someone who maybe teaches and coaches. Maybe that's their business model that's more lucrative for them than what they've actually achieved. Um, I think guru used to be a more spiritual term. And there are some that say uh, those that can do and those that can't teach. Uh, And yes, there are some unscrupulous gurus because I guess um, they see it as a relatively easy business model with low to no overhead, um, with little or no regulation, uh, and as a way to make a fast buck. That being said, uh, there are many coaches, trainers, and mentors who have got decades of experience. You can stand on the shoulders of giants. You can leverage the mistakes uh, and the lessons and the decades um, that someone else has already blazed the trail of. So there's great leverage in that for you. Why go through all the mistakes yourself? Um, A lot of common sense says that you should learn from your mistakes. I actually think that's quite bad advice from usually people who've not been that successful. I personally think it's far better to learn from the mistakes of others, to leverage other people's mistakes so you don't have to make them. I'm in property. You make a mistake in property, it'll cost you tens of thousands of pounds. Fact. You know, make a half decent sized mistake. So would you rather make a mistake in property yourself, you know, learn from your mistakes or learn from the mistakes of others? Mark and I bought some really bad overseas off-plan and new build properties, 2003, four, five, and six. Uh, And if you now join our property training, um, we have Reason model, R-E-A-S-O-N, Castled model, C-A-S-T-L-E-D. We have um, the V-O-F-M model and those three models they leverage all of our experience of buying the wrong properties in the wrong area at the wrong price at the wrong time in the wrong way uh, and that will save you tens of thousands of pounds so this is definitely a polarized debate which i want to discuss with you and go into some detail with it i'm not just going to do a, a quick few minutes and on we go so i'd like your opinion um, do you believe in standing on the shoulders of giants leveraging the mistakes of others getting mentors, being on masterminds, learning from those with experience in the market, or do you think that there are too many gurus? 
Now, I'm going to say one thing about um, people who run courses, training, mentorship masterminds, by the way, of which I am one of those. Um, if you can't spot a good one from a bad one, then I think you need to check your diligence and evaluation process. You know, I say this with humility. I'm not the most experienced person in the world, but it doesn't take you long to find out. I've been doing this for 15 years and of course, all my books and brand and podcasts and companies, etc. It doesn't take you long to figure that out. And it shouldn't take you long to figure out that someone's been doing it five minutes. Um, and, you know, the saying there are those that can do and there are those that can't teach. Here's the thing about that. There are also those that can do and teach. Um, and there are also those that can do but can't teach. It absolutely it is a fact. I know many hundred millionaires plus who are terrible teachers. They either don't want to teach or they just go, well, I don't, don't really know you teach it. I just know it. I mean, I just do it. I just know it. It's just easy. It's just what I do. And they have no idea how to articulate in a way that someone else could understand and follow their steps. I do think with social media um, and with, the, with influencers and all the people you can follow on Instagram and Facebook and podcasts, again, of which maybe I'm one of them, I think you can follow too many people. And I have a strategy for this, by the way. I'm actually going to put my first flag in the ground and tell you where I stand. Um, I think ignorance is expensive. Uh, and and I, therefore, I think that um, learning from those who've been there and done it can save me from my own ignorance. It can leverage their mistakes. And I've learned from the best marketers in the world, the best salespeople in the world, the best property investors in the world. I've got mentors who are billionaires. And that has really helped me. And I have invested huge sums, huge sums of money progressively over the last 15 years in my personal development education, uh, masterminds, mentors, even now in recent times, therapists. And so undoubtedly for me, it saved me from myself. It's leveraged the mistakes of others. I, I would have had a, a thousand car crashes because I tend to just go head, headlong and headstrong into things um, without doing too much research and analysis. Start now, get perfect later. So for me, doing courses, masterminds, mentorships has really helped. But one thing I didn't really, really know that I did that I can now reverse engineer for you is the following. If I want to, let's say I want to learn sales. I will follow just about anyone I can find on Instagram and Facebook and podcasts and uh, on Amazon and get their books of really good sales trainers. You know, some, some of them I don't yet know. I do re related searches. And let's say I find 30 uh, and I will read all their books and listen to all their podcasts and follow them all on social media. Uh, and I'll learn a lot. So in that early phase, you are immersive. You're... Um, you're learning so much because you're, you're going from a standing start. Once you get to a decent level of knowledge and experience where you're like, oh, okay, I know the basics and I know the fundamentals now, then you have to, I wouldn't say unfollow, I was going to say unfollow. You have to start listening to a few a lot deeper. So you might pick three or four and go really deep on them, their courses, their masterminds, their mentoring or whatever, or even two or even one. And the rest you just follow on the periphery. Um, because what you'll find over time is some will say scale fast, aggressively, raise finance for your business, sell shares. Others will say never sell shares, you want 100% ownership. So you, you'll end up getting to the point where people see the same thing in a different way and that can confuse you and overwhelm you. So in any subject that you're getting into that's new to you, 
I really don't believe it's good advice to learn from your mistakes because your mistakes are going to cost you and you do not know what you do not know. And ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is ignorance. Um, so go wide, learn all the fundamentals. Um, I, I often unfollow and unsubscribe to podcasts and, and people on Facebook, etc. Not because they're, they're not valuable, maybe because I get to the point where I'm overwhelmed. Or maybe actually, you, you know, if you go shallow uh, with a lot of um, influencers, educators, trainers, you're going to like the style of some and not like the style of others. Some of the content's not going to be relevant to you. Some of it you're going to relate to, some of it you're not. Some of it they feel like they're talking to a different person or demographic. Others are talking straight to you. Um, and then once you go, oh, okay, you know, I like Rob or I like, a, you know, another um, trainer, then you go deep. And, and I think probably, I mean, look, everyone has to start somewhere. Every winner was once a beginner. Every master was once a disaster. And I train a lot of startups. But I'm now thinking of you and you investing your education, your mentorships, your masterminds, your training budget, you know, surrounding yourself with this network. Um, I, I would say you want them to have 10 years experience plus probably. Now, something on experience. You can have 10 years experience doing the same year for 10 years and changing nothing. Or you can have 10 years experience doing two hours a week, or you can have three years experience doing 50 hours a week. So experience isn't just time in the game, it's hours in the game. And you could have 10 years, two hours a week, five years, four hours a week, or two and a half years, eight hours a week. So as well as time when they started their companies, when they wrote their first book, you know, when they launched their podcast, etc., you also want to look at how immersive they are, um, how connected they are. Like if you look at who they're connected to, are they connected to all the big names as well? Um, and I think you've also got to think about what you need. Do you need to kick up the R so you need maybe a more direct motivational type? Do you need a more balanced approach? Do you need a more um, considered, a consistent approach? I think you've got to understand what your needs are. I do see quite a few people um, who are students in the training space going from guru to guru to guru to guru. And, you know, on day one, the guru is the new hero. Oh, look at this guru. They're going to save my life. Wow. Yeah, I love what you do. And then six months later, they turn their back on that guru because that guru didn't save. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. them and then they go and find a new guru to to heroize and pedestalize and they repeat this pattern every six months and they don't realize that they're the consistent thread so um, you have to take responsibility for your own actions and decisions no guru is going to save you no guru is going to give you everything that you need without doing the work um, there will always be challenges you know some trainer educator mentor is going to resonate with you better they're going to be able to train better they're going to be more experienced in helping people this is the next thing 
Um, someone can have a load of experience and be worth 100 million quid, but they do not know how to train people. They do not know how to mentor people. Mentor people. They do not know how to articulate um, a strategy or a tactic to you in a way that you can understand it and then you can implement it. So they need to be able to teach as well as do. Um, so remember, when people say there are those that can do and those that can't teach, I think there are all kinds. I think there are those who can and do. I think there are those who can't but try. I think there are those um, who can do but not teach. I think those, there are those who can teach but don't do, or those that are teaching but don't do. And there are those that can and those that teach. Um, and you know, I like to humbly put myself in the can and teach category. It's undeniable what I've done in business over the last 15 years, and I don't need to blow my own trumpet about it. I've been doing it for that long, and I've been doing it a lot of hours a day for that long. And I've got books and podcasts and companies and reach and, uh, and all of those things. But actually, I enjoy teaching as much as I do doing. I also have a team and a business partner. Now, this is the thing. If a guru is on their own, they, they can't do and teach. This is the, the advantage that Progressive Property, one of my training companies, have. Um, most other training companies, um, they're an, an individual founder. So it's very hard for an individual founder to both do and teach, i.e. build a significant property portfolio and build a significant training business and write books and do podcasts and run a YouTube channel, etc. and be a marketer, a salesperson and an investor and manage refurbs and you know, manage finances. It's, it's very hard, virtually impossible to do that. But if you have a partnership, you can. So in our partnership, Mark now mostly manages the investment, sources the properties, refurbs, and we're doing a 100-unit conversion as we speak at the moment, 85,000 square foot, 20 million pound plus project likely end value. Uh, and we've got another 35,000 square foot, multi-million pound project we're about to start that we've just sorted the planning out on. And we've got a letting agency that manages 850 tenants, many of which are ours personally. Um, and then we have Progressive Property, the, the, the UK's largest training business. And I manage that. I manage the strategy, the vision, you, you know, the new pr programs, the expanding for a global reach. Now, I would not be able to do both. And Mark would not be able to do both. Um, it, it would be too much to, to have them at that scale. So when you have staff, partners, you know, you, you can work with other people, you can scale in both areas. And, th and that's probably what's quite unique. That's why Progressive Property went from nothing to the biggest training company in the UK, probably in six years, maybe seven. It was quick. Um, and that was the little secret recipe. If you look at all the other training providers, they don't have a, that partnership. Um, Camilla's just said here, it's exhausting, but can be done to a point. Maybe if you could expand what you mean uh, on that, what's exhausting uh, and what can be done to a point. Um, I do believe on standing on the shoulders of giants. I do believe um, in leveraging the mistakes of others, people who've been there and done it. Uh, I think because I started in property, it was obvious to me. Like anything you want to learn, maybe you can figure it out yourself. Maybe you can get on Google and, you know, go on free Facebook forums and all of that. Um, but it's, you know, like, I don't know, for example, internet marketing or figuring out social media. Um, but... Uh, I think that it's going to take you a long time and it's going to cost you money and there's going to be mistakes and that's going to cost you sales and that's going to take you time and time is money. Um, but in property, you, just, you can't just go and build a multi-million pound property portfolio from Google or a Facebook group. You simply can't. It's impossible. Um, 
or it will take you 15 years of self-education and um, it will cost you tens of thousands or more in mistakes. So I, I found out pretty quickly because I, I partnered with my business partner, Mark Homer, um, and he'd already had a few years ahead of me. He already had experience. So I was, he, I, he sort of took me under his wing. I watched him. I was interested in new build. He said, don't, because it looked pretty. I was interested in overseas because I thought holiday home is like, don't. Um, and, and he saved me from all these mistakes, which would have cost me hundreds of thousands of pounds. So I figured out very quickly and property mistakes are really, 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 really costly. So you have to save yourself from yourself because you don't know what you don't know and you have to leverage other people. So, you know, I learned from Mark and we got mentors and trainers and, you know, we met at, a, a, he's at, in, in property, he's a famous billionaire outside of property. He's not that well, maybe famous, but we met him pretty quickly and he gave us some great advice, um, every now and again, um, and so I figured out that someone's been there, someone's done it, uh, someone knows more than you. Um, it's only your ego that would get you in the way of that or your type, the fact, the fact that you don't value time. Because if you're always thinking to, to, to do it on the cheap, you don't value time, you value saving money. Whereas if you value time, you know, really, really wealthy people, they will invest and spend money to save time. Whereas poor people will try to um, do the opposite, you know, and they'll spend all their time trying to save money. A um, couple of things here is, uh, can you do and teach? Yes, you can. I, I, Come here, I don't think I said it's impossible to do and teach. I do and teach, you do and teach. I definitely think it's possible to do and teach. You've got to be good at compartmentalizing and splitting your time. Um, there's probably a certain amount of scale and growth you can get. You, you know, you've created a new partnership, Camilla, and that will help you scale. And I think that's why we scaled the most because we've got um, one that is doing, but teaches a lot, and one that is teaching, but does a lot. And then you can sort of leverage each other if you like. I think if you're getting to the stage where you're feeling really overwhelmed, you've got too many gurus probably, and you need to focus on a few. You need to deep, go deep, don't you? You need to um, learn deep, uh, that deep work. So um, it's far better, I think, to follow one person and read five of their books and listen to all of their podcasts and go on all their courses and all their masterminds than it is to follow 10 people all free because you're never going to get the deep content. You're only going to get the, the low cost content. I'd also be careful if you find yourself getting a bit sceptical. Oh, everyone's a guru. You know, everyone's teaching. It's, it's far easier and cheaper to make money teaching than it's doing. Everyone's doing it. Oh, yeah. If you find yourself feeling and becoming that, I, I think you're seeing the downside because the, people would say the same in martial arts. Oh, there's loads of people setting up martial arts schools. Well, actually, there isn't. There's always way more students than there is teachers. There always is. I mean, in my progressive property community, there's nearly 30,000 members. No more than a thousand of them. Not even, not even 500, maybe not even 300 uh, run courses or are teachers or trainers. It's probably less than 300. So it's 1% less. Um, but, but when you see five of them, you're like, oh, everyone's doing it. Um, and then you get a bit sceptical of everyone. And then you're like, oh, well, you know, everyone just wants to take my money. Um, in reality, um, we're just in a, a competitive marketplace. Uh, and if there is a market that's unregulated or if there is a, you know, a market that can have more participants in it, more, more participants will come into it. And remember, you've got to take a responsibility for the fact that you do your own diligence and research um, and no one's going to save you and someone can teach you, but you've got to implement. Someone can even hold your hand and um, mastermind and hold you accountable, but you've still got to go and do the actions. No one's going to save you.
Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. When anyone ever says to me, oh, you can find anything on Google for free, um, I've never, ever looked into one of those person and found them to be worth 100 million. Never, never, ever, ever. Everyone who I've said, seen that say, oh, you can find everything on Google for free, everyone is either at the beginning a student or you're struggling to make ends meet. Every single one. So that tells me there there's a common thread. Um... It's never about the guru, the trainer, the educator. It's always about you. So, for example, if I, if I invest in any course or program or mastermind or mentorship, uh, I'm going to de-risk immediately and I'm going to find a way to make um, at least 100% ROI pretty much immediately. Um, I'm in about five masterminds. Three of them I run. Two of them I'm a peer um, in. You know, I have a seat as opposed to the, the head of the table. Uh, and I usually, on average come out with about 40 new ideas from a day's long mastermind um, and my goal is to implement one immediately ideally while I'm in the mastermind send it off to my head of marketing send it off to my um, team and immediately implement it to pay for the course so the course is free or the mastermind is free and then everything else there is upside so I think if you take responsibility going in going I'm going to do this course and I'm going to implement and I'm going to make it work um, I, I will often learn from people I don't necessarily like or resonate with because I could learn something new so I'm trying to challenge my own values and emotions i mean if you think about it if you only follow who you like and you only learn what you already know because this is a lot this is a thing a lot of people are only learning what they already know it's like, yeah i agree with that oh yeah that's great they're not being challenged they don't want to be challenged um and so all they do is reaffirm what they already know well that's not progression that's not um growth um so learning from people who challenge you people who have a different style i think that can be valuable as well um, but in reality, every course or mastermind or mentorship program that you invest in, you should get minimum 100% ROI, it should be 200% or 500%, and you should commit to that. And if you find yourself cycling every few months, um, you know, from guru to guru to guru to guru, then there's one common thread there. Um, and if you find yourself hoping that they'll save you, th there's a common thread there. There's something that you need to look at in what you're not doing. Um, at the same time, you know, the guru's got to deliver um, and, you, you know, you've got to hold them account to that as well as them holding you to account. 
Uh, I have a lot of people who I mentor and many of them never message me. I have to message them. They rarely ask me any questions, so I have to check in on them every few weeks. I've got other people who I mentor who are on my case all the time, daily, daily. Rob, help me with this. Rob, help me with that. Rob, help me with this. Rob, help me with that. You know, they're learning the same stuff. They're working with the same person, but some people are really maximizing that and some people aren't. And you know what? Um, accountability, where does that often come from? Investment. So, you know, this whole, oh, you can learn everything on Google for free. Well, even if you could, which you can't, because what you can't learn on Google is how the person did it. You can learn what they did, um, maybe. You can learn top t 10 tips on a blog, but you can't learn their own unique skills, isms, their own um, interpretations, their own uniqueness. That comes from learning through a person or through a course. Also, um, most people are putting their introductory stuff online for free, aren't they? Why, why would someone who runs training put it all there for free? I mean, you, you go to a restaurant, you might get a little sample, a little mousse-bouche, but they're not going to give you all the food for free to try. You, you have to pay for the food. And so anyone who runs a training course or anyone who's a mentor, you have to pay for you know, their best experience and knowledge and, and content that they've been spending their whole life, by the way, doing. Some people say, oh, well, you know what? You shouldn't have to pay for mentoring. They should do it for free. No, no, no. They've invested their whole life mentoring. Why should, why should, you, why should you get that for free? What gives you that right? And I, honestly, I don't really want to work with people who just think they should get everything for free. They think that the 15 years experience and the you know, thousands of hours that I've put into becoming an entrepreneur and, and my experience in marketing and sales and building companies and vision and strategy and podcasting and books and social media, that I should just give that to them for free. By the way, I give a lot of it for free. Here I am talking to you on a podcast and a live video. That's my choice. And I want to do that to build goodwill. But you know, ultimately, one of my companies is a, is a training company. Um, yeah, so let me know your thoughts in the comments. I could talk about this all day. I didn't make any notes, so I might end up going round and round in circles. You know, some people think that um, any kind of training or education is, um, you know, maybe not a great business model. Well, um, I think the world is full of really great training and education business models. So, really? Um, and... I think that says more about them. Like, why wouldn't you want to invest in yourself? Why would they be happy to spend a thousand quid on TV, but not a course? Hmm. Why would they invest in a liability that goes down and down and down and down and down in value? Like a car. They buy it for 10 grand. They sell it for three grand in three years. Whereas they could spend 1,500 quid, two grand on a course that could make them a million in five years. Why would they not do that? Why do they think that their space, their property training space or the business training space is full of charlatans, but nowhere else is? I mean, no business model is a charlatan business model. There are just charlatans. But in any niche, there is charlatans. There are those that um, overpromise. There are those that are okay. There are those that are not bad, good. There are those that are bloody brilliant. In any space, so you just it's your responsibility to find the good ones and don't let the few that aren't practicing ethically or properly, don't let them put you off. Watch how they behave on social media. Are they personal? Do they reply to comments? Do they reply to messages? Now, the bigger they are, the harder that is, but do they make that effort to be personal to answer questions? Do they want to help? Do they have a lot of recommendations and referrals? What's the general consensus of what people say to them? Now, the bigger they are, they're always going to have critics. So you know, if you're looking for perfection and looking for someone to never have any criticism, then you're never going to find the right person. Um, but remember, you're investing in yourself. You are your best asset. Invest in yourself wisely. 
you pay yourself the most interest um, and you need to learn enough to push you forward and learn what you do not know because remember ignorance isn't bliss it's ignorance but if you're getting to the point where you're just learning 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 on too many gurus and you're not implementing um i think by the way you know people say oh um education without action is useless i don't actually agree with that i think that the more you learn the more naturally you change your unconscious patterns. So you could learn, 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 and think, oh, you know, I should be doing more, I should be doing more, we all should be doing more, we know that. Learn, 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 learn. But one day, things are going to click, and habits are going to form, and just the way you converse, and the actions that you actually do take, they're going to naturally evolve and change. So, yes, I believe you should immediately act and implement after you learn, 100%, I do believe that. But, don't beat yourself up for continued learning um, because your habits will change. And sometimes you've got to break habits that have lasted decades. And sometimes you've got to unlearn bad habits. So just keep on keeping on investing your education as your main investment source and asset. Try to stop investing in liabilities and start investing in yourself, your education, your masterminds, your mentoring, etc. Um, pick, pick and do a bit of research and find the good ones and stay with them for a very, very long time. Try to go deep on them and learn everything that they teach. Um, try not to follow too many gurus, just enough. And when you're starting in a niche and you're doing your research phase, by the way, when you're doing your research phase, you're at the start, you should be learning a lot and you should be learning wide because you're in that learning phase. So like you've got the learning phase, then the earning phase, then the yearning phase. Learning phase, oh, I'm in the new industry. It's exciting, but I don't know much. I've got to learn from everyone as wide as I can. And it's okay to learn from different people and jump a bit and experience a bit of overwhelm. Overwhelm is the sign of nearing a breakthrough. If you're not overwhelmed when you learn, you're not learning enough. Um, But then, of course, um, you want to start implementing. And um, for now, with me, whenever I do a course or I get a mentor or a therapist or I'm on a mastermind, um, and I do that continually, by the way, continually. And I often now invest in my team to do that as well i.e. I'll send um, five or six of my staff on a course. Um, uh, Step one is um, invest in the education. Step two is implement one thing that gives me at least 100% ROI on the course so it's free. Uh, And then step two beyond that, you know, what what are the further actions that can help me grow? Um, And then once that's implemented, then invest in the next one and the next one and the next one. And because there's always new stuff to learn. Would you rather learn about pay-per-click? By learning yourself and wasting tens of thousands of pounds on shitty ads or investing in a 1500 quid or a two grand course and learning how to save thousands or tens of thousands on not doing shitty ads, you tell me. I know which one I would rather do. Um, but, but, you know, the one variable is making sure you find the right person who's got the right experience. And that's not hard to do. That is not hard to do. You just got to do a bit of research and, you know, you just got to work out um, how long they've been doing it and the results that they've gotten and ask around and, um, you know, don't necessarily just take their word for it. All right, cool. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. Um, I really strongly believe in self-investment and self-education. I believe that traditional education could make you a living, but um, self-education could make you a fortune. I think I heard that first from Zig Ziglar, maybe. I do believe that. Um, And I think that the responsibility on implementing is with you, although you can find a good trainer and educator who's good at accountability. So that's something that you can... Uh, look for. Uh, I think that there is such a thing as too many gurus and you shouldn't expect them to save you. So I think that you've got to um, understand when you get overwhelmed or when you, you know, if you start to feel like you're getting lots of um, conflicting advice, paradoxical, um, contradictory, that might, it might be time to drop one or two, um, you know, to, to, to gently unfollow 
um, and to go deep on one or two more. Because let's be honest, if you follow someone who's been really successful in business, if you follow their, their footsteps, you're going to get there. And there are different ways of getting to the outcome. You know, you can be driven and hungry and relentless, or you could be more calm and gently persistent and laid back and use attraction as a strategy. You could use leverage or graft, you know, graft or craft. Um, there's so many different business models to make money. You could do it in different, um, with different vehicles. Like you could become a big influencer on Facebook or a big influencer on YouTube or a big influencer on your podcast. You could just have one of those that's huge um, or you could leverage them all. Anyway, um, I think I made my point. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.